0: FM to get started.
1: Tonight on the first episode of Killing Eve, season two starts off with a bang. We pick up right where we left off. Villanelle is alive and she's playing doctor. And the suspense of these two women finding each other is way too intense. Don't go anywhere.
2: You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV,
1: the ESPN of TV talk. Now let the buzz. Begin. Hello everybody, welcome to Killing Eve Season 2 just kicked off, this is the after show. I'm Haley J. to my left we've got Delia and Erica, hello ladies. Hello. What's up party people? (laughs) Alright, so we've got a lot going on in this first episode. Villanelle is on the run, and she's in a onesie, which already, I love. <laughs> she's gonna heal, so Eve thinks that she killed her, so um, we pick up right where we left off that we yep. see that she's gonna be just fine, which, of course, we need a season two. We're gonna need her to live. Yeah. And then, but now Eve is in a new case where Villanelle may be the lead suspect, so this is gonna open up a whole new can of worms, and the chase is on Once again, plus we are getting to our special segment later on called Women of the Week. And basically, we want to highlight either good or bad. We're each going to pick a woman that we want to talk about. She could be evil. She could be a badass. We're going to get to it because there's a lot to choose from because (laughs) we've got two female lead characters. So we need to highlight that. So... Diving right in, guys. What do we think? What were our overall thoughts of this first episode?
2: Well, I really liked that it just continued from where we left off. That was, like, my biggest thing was, like, am I going to get lost? Because, you know, I didn't know. Um, but I really liked it. I did, I did enjoy it. I was enjoying her trying to, like, struggling and, like, uh, Villanelle just, you know, trying to survive out there. I, I really saw her, like, you know, finding herself. Like in the streets. And I was like, okay.
1: We don't typically see her showing any sign of weakness, so I did agree with you. I like where they picked up right where it left off, because a lot of times, even with Recap, you do forget little things here and And
2: there's so many characters, and they're complex.
0: Yeah, I I enjoy the way that it kind of just was a straight flow. And then, Mm -hmm. honestly, I saw so much of it on Hulu, so I kind of just saw it. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) cool. Um, So that was kind of nice. Uh, So it was interesting. I feel like, uh, because eve was doing her own thing and villanelle was doing mm-hmm. her own thing we didn't get to see as much of the supporting cast as i would have liked but um overall i think it kind of got us into the mix mm-hmm. so I liked a lot.
1: yeah and we're immediately reminded of why people are so drawn to this show because, ooh, sorry about that <laughs> technical difficulties we've got a perfect mix of mm-hmm. funny and yeah. suspenseful at the same time so even showing eve with the candy and how she's stress eating and getting all the candy and won't let the little boy take the single piece that (laughs) drops i'm like relatable and then when when she's on the phone and she says i think i killed her and then she's like congratulations to the couple getting married i think those little tidbits are very nicely placed where Mm -hmm. that makes you just fall in love with the plot and it's you hopefully we can't relate to assassins and people (laughs) murdering each other but those elements I think is really what captivates people and feels relatable.
2: Yeah the writing is always on point. It's just so good like the humor that they're able to convey with the darkness of the overall theme is just like okay. Like how do you find the little things to make us laugh? In the episodes,
0: yeah, I like it because it's humorous. But um, like, there's other shows that I've watched, like Sherlock, for example, where he has this sort of same arch nemesis, but it almost gets sort of like a fairy tale type essence Mm. because it's too light for me. I mean, I like it; it's fun. But this one, I think, adds comedy and still kind of keeps it real and grounded, which I do really enjoy a lot. Yeah.
1: And what's interesting with human psychology in general, I know a lot of people will discuss why do we like the villain character? What mm-hmm. is it about this psychopath that draws people into watching her? And it's it's like you you do kind of sympathize with her in certain situations. You see her heart a little more. Even when she's committing these terrible crimes, you still kind of feel bad for her. Yeah. Personally, I even when she got stabbed and she kind of felt like she may have had Eve's trust, even her slight feeling of, oh, she betrayed me, I almost felt bad for her, and then you question why am I feeling bad for her when she's killing people left and right, but she does pull you in. What do you guys think about that whole concept of rooting for the bad guy?
2: Well, it was interesting because I was doing research on season two, and the creators were saying that the overall theme of season two is going to be mirrors. So we can kind of see the psychopath developing feelings for things, and then... Eve kind of losing her intuitive and creativity and, like, that softness that she had. So I think that's, like, why we're so drawn to it because we we as viewers are naturally like, soft and, like, uh, not used to dealing with psychopaths. Like, Hopefully but- <laughs> not. <laughs> Speak <Yeah>. for yourself. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just like being able to see the different faces of Villanelle and Eve having that close contact with her and seeing how she's changing. It's I think mean, that's what's drawing us in. Like,
0: hmm. Well, two things, I think, on that. One, I think that um, what draws, I think, so far us to um, Villanelle is her humor because we don't like we know that she's a psychopath and we know that she really truly doesn't have empathetic feelings for people so I don't think they've really shown us enough of her background like we know she probably went through something crazy but we don't really yeah. we haven't seen enough I feel like to really feel it so part of it is her little funny little stuff like from the very first the beginning in the first season when she like knocks the ice cream on the little girl or whatever <laughs> yeah. so you kind of get it yeah. because we all kind of like we get sick of these little cute kids emotions moments in TV shows. Um, Now what, and I kind of agree with you on a point about Eve, and I kind of don't. Like, I fundamentally believe in all crime shows that I watch and read, that fundamentally to stalk a serial killer like that, you do have to get into their brain, and so you have that within you. So I think what is, so I think we're seeing who Eve really is, as opposed to her changing. So I think it's always been there, you know what I'm saying? Because even from the beginning, She's admired her from the very first episode, from the the first season. She admires her work. And so even though she wants to catch her and she thinks it's wrong and she was really hurt when she killed her partner, she admires her. She's a fan. She's a fan of hers. So to some extent, um, I think she feels some sort of... um, There's always been a bond there, I should say. So I do feel like Eve has the same thing in her, but she's just used it for good, whereas Villanelle has used it for bad.
2: Well, even I think the feelings part, it's like when she was talking to Carolyn and Carolyn was trying to be like, do you have any feelings or inklings? And she's like, nope, no feelings, no inklings. I think it's more of like she's kind of showing off that intuition. She naturally just would be like in the first episode where she was like, I think it's a woman. Just she's trying to like.
0: Well, see, i that's interesting, too, because I see what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I took it as, I'm not telling Carolyn anything because mm-hmm. I don't trust her. Okay. So I was like, she knows exactly yeah, what she thinks okay. and, and probably is going to text Kenny okay. on the side, but I took it like, Carolyn, you know, we all know we can't trust you. We don't know who probably you work for. a little for. bit of both, right? Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like she was more hiding her, you know, being more close yeah. as Villanelle would be, too. So I agree with you on that tip, but I feel like she definitely has the feeling she's just not saying. Mm-hmm. And Erica,
1: to your point about something inside her must match with Villanelle completely lines up with the theme of mirrors that is inside of her and she sees it back. And I also think Eve we're figuring out as the viewers who she is and I think she's figuring it out too and I think that's what scares her because she's maybe being confronted with these things that she doesn't want to believe to be true about herself. yeah. So she's having, you know, all these fidgety moments Mm -hmm. and she's freaking out and she's actually pretty relieved when the person does think she's a drug addict because she's like, okay, they at least (laughs) think I have a normal problem and I I think she's finding herself within Mm -hmm. the chase of it all, the cat and mouse game which I think it goes back to you know, a normal relationship, you love the challenge, so this is like the ultimate yeah, challenge. Yeah, and I mean, I think to some
0: extent that um, we don't really know as much of Eve's backstory right. the same way we don't know Villanelle's. So there have been a couple of episodes where Eve is like cutting herself. So we do know like there was an episode in the first scene and then she's digging herself with the pen. So there's little things that lead you to believe that she might have had some, not quite obviously, because she didn't turn it to a killer but she had something
1: (laughs) kind of some
0: past drama in her life as well I would think.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I do want to kind of get into the first main topic. So Villanelle is on the run and something that stood out to me is if a guy tried to stab me I think I'd be done with it. I think I'd want to move on and Villanelle we see even deeper inside her brain where she's like no she's doing this because she loves me. So she seems to have forgiven from what it seems. Eve for doing that, and she understands, and she's confident when they meet each other again that Eve won't try that again. Do you think she's on the right set? Like, I don't know. I don't think I would trust
2: Eve after that, but Villanelle seems to not be shaken by it. I think I would trust Eve after that because when she stabbed her, she immediately couldn't believe that she went there. Like, when she stabbed her, she's like, oh my God, and she tried to help her afterwards. She starts freaking out. So, I don't think she's going to cross that line again with Melanelle? What do you think?
0: Well, I agree with you, but I also think of it sort of like um, when, because if you notice in all the scenes before this, Eve pulls a gun. Eve but Eve seems like she's more like the numbers person. I have to go back to the first season again. But like her job, she doesn't seem very well trained in any sort of combat at all. Mm-hmm. So she kind of will pull a gun, but she doesn't really know what she's doing. <laughs> she's kind of like all flaky with it. And she's not committed. You know what I'm saying? So I think to me, I felt like when she stabbed, um, Villanelle, that was Eve really getting closer to who Villanelle is. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that almost bonded them. Because before then, it's always like, oh, I'm the goody cop and you're the evil villain. Yeah. But now she's, you know, she's gone there. Like, she's willing to kill. And I think that that actually bonds them. Yeah. Even more so than, you know, the romance of it before. Because, um, because if you remember when uh, Eve, I'm sorry, when Villanelle was with Anna, You know the last woman that she was obsessed with, Mm -hmm. and Anna pulled a gun on her. She was like, "You can't do it. I know you can't kill me. I know you," and she couldn't. I mean, she ended up killing herself. But I think now to know that Eve, her love, can kill the same way she does, I think it brings them closer. Maybe
2: attracts her. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I think, I think she's, I think uh, you know, Eve is getting in touch with her dark side. I think she is growing comfortable with that side. So I do, yeah. The first season, she was totally like, "I don't know what to do with this gun. This is just a thing." But now, like, I could see season two, her being able to, like, shoo and not feel anything or, like, developing Right, more because I feel
0: like the murder of her partner hardened her, I think, a little yeah. bit. That, um, you know, really that, okay, this can touch me and affect my my real world. And um, and I think it kind of changed something in her a little bit, you yeah. know. And um, so it's interesting because I do feel like it bonded them,
1: to be yeah. honest. She Villanelle says, when you love someone, you'll do crazy things. Yeah. Right. So That's I, think I think we're going to see this relationship get even more twisted <laughs> and <laughs> creepy. And of course we want to know what you guys think. That being said, Erica, we've got a special message for Yes, we do, you guys. Before we move on to our next topic,
0: we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. For us to continue to grow, we could use your help. So if you're on YouTube right now, hit the thumbs up button. Why not? You're already here. And subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. No matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. And definitely leave comments after this airs, because live comments don't remain on there, so we need to see them either way. And being a part of TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends, and keep enjoying all of our shows.
1: Thank you, thank you. Now we have to get to the hospital scene, where we really see Villanelle... Thriving, where she immediately <laughs> says, how can I take advantage of this poor kid next to me, and how can I basically get him on my side to do what I want? So we already see her manipulating him, but then we also see her forming a bond with him. Do you yeah. think there is a part of her that genuinely just wants to be nice to him for the time being until she snaps his neck?
2: Yeah, I want to say yes. Like, a part of me believed her when he was he was confiding in her how he didn't see himself living, like, a great life with the situation he was in. A part of me does want to be like, Vanilla is developing... Feelings and like we can see a softer side to her. Obviously, she's a master manipulator, so I'm probably falling for the trap. So yeah, that's (laughs) yeah. I mean, I think I think uh, she is
0: a master manipulator, but I feel like since we haven't gotten her backstories, it's these interactions that humanize her and make us like really kind of like her as a character. So I feel like they're necessary to kind of move the story and to make her a little bit more three dimensional. And um, and definitely, I think. I think what it is, is when you see it with um, you know, with Gabrielle, but then you see it a little bit when she had kidnapped the little girl that like The children kind of see her for who she really is. They see kind of beyond her, either her looks or this crazy killer psychopath or whatever, and they kind of relate to her in a totally different way. And um, and sometimes she gets frustrated, but then sometimes she like really vibes on that, and that's kind of what I saw when she was interacting with Gabriel. Because when he's like, "Oh, you're funny," she's like, (laughs) "I am funny," you know. Because it's like she doesn't really have feelings. She doesn't. There's a lot of things that are sort of empty about her because she doesn't really feel things the same way we do, but she definitely has a sense of humor. And I think like that kind of,
2: it's that dry, it's loving. that dry wick, that, that, yeah. that exactly. comedic timing. That's just so good. Like telling the wife that her husband is going to be okay. He's like, it's going to be okay. She's oh, and, like, the awful. Way, and she's like mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I thought that was, that scene was hilarious. And that's yeah. a
1: funny thing in general. The <laughs> fact that she's, You know, telling a family news that she has no idea about and yet we're laughing. Is that funny? No, but it's just her delivery. It's her timing and it goes to show so much about her character too. Not only is she physically capable of doing all these things, but she's also so much of it is the brain power and the manipulation and even escaping the hospital knowing what to say. She's very well executed and planned out. Exactly, and I also
0: took it that when she said he was going to be okay... That's the easy answer. Because when I was watching that scene, I was like, she doesn't know what's wrong with him. So if she's like, (laughs) she doesn't even have a chart. So she can't say, oh, the test came back and he's going (laughs) to die. Because she doesn't even know what he has. So really saying he's going to get better is like brilliant. Like, uh uh-huh, he's improving. Like, that's easy. They're not going to continue to question you about, well, I thought that his test last Mm -hmm. week's test said da-da-da-da. So that part, to me, just seemed smart. Not so much that she was trying to hurt or do anything else, but she was like... Look, I, you know, I got to do what works. And what was made it totally comedic, wasn't so much that she said that, was how she was rolling her eyes when the woman was crying. She her was like, oh, faces. good God. Like, that facial expression, she it just nailed best, it. Can't she be bothered. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, like,
2: for everything. Anytime anyone's crying or, like, showing any kind of emotion, you know, she's just, like, rolling her eyes and just be like, all right, I'm going to deal with this for five seconds, and that's it. But I think that's what's so enticing about Eve to her. That's the
1: one person that actually makes her feel emotion, because it almost mm-hmm. seems like... Like she mm-hmm. just doesn't feel anything. Very true. Yeah. Very true.
0: Yeah, so I agree. It's,
1: it's 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 an interesting thing, and I think that's why people love the show, and because it is, it is doesn't really make sense, but it's so captivating. Just trying to understand her mind and what she's going to do next, mm-hmm. and we obviously when she made friends with Gabriel. I knew in my gut that you this was... I'm like, poor guy. This is going downhill. There's no way she'll just make a friend and that'll be Mm -hmm. that. I even was expecting her to kill the taxi driver. I just think she's going to kill everyone at all times, basically. Well, I mean, she hasn't
0: always. I mean, she made that friend in prison, the woman who had cancer, and she didn't kill her. She just kind of worked, you know, she didn't actually kill her. She killed Nadia, but she the girl who kind of helped her.
2: But the one that was kind of coming after her or trying to take the knife from her, that one?
0: The one who, she was like, yeah, the one who she was like, punch me, punch me, punch me. She didn't actually kill her.
2: Mm. No. Right. They just so, attacked each
0: other yeah, at some point. The whole point was for her to get, because get, she couldn't get into the emergency yeah. room or get, get to the doctor. So she's like, okay, just do it. Just do it. So they worked together, but she never later went back after her. So I don't feel, kind of like with Eve, I do feel like certain people get a pass. Like, she didn't kill that little girl. Like, she doesn't always kill everyone. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think with Gabriel, I was like 50-50, because it's like, I mean, he's what is she going to do? Like, she's, you know I mean? There's really no reason to kill him. She's just trying to leave the hospital. They don't know who she is anyway. So, I wasn't sure she was going to kill him until he started like, you know, crying
1: and stuff. I was like, <laughs> all right. Well. And that's the brilliance behind the writing too. It's yeah. they do it just enough where you, you can't trust her, but, she might not. Kill you. She <laughs> yeah. may or may not. Right, right. You really never just see what's coming. Yeah, she seemed like she liked him enough not did, to. I mean, she borrowed his
2: PJs. so yeah. I mean, like
1: that's why I am curious when he's sitting here telling her how unhappy he is with his life mm-hmm. and that he essentially doesn't want to continue living that way. Do you think there's a part of her that just wanted to take him out of his misery just because she thought she was doing something good for him and killing him? I'm going to say yes.
0: That's what I thought, too, because really it was kind of gratuitous. And she's not really, it's not like, oh, he can identify me. Like, we all, they yeah. all know what she looks like. Yeah. So it's not really a thing, you know. And um, and, and she he,
2: said it all with her eyes, I think. She took, like, those moments. Like, yeah, was, I think she like,
0: really thought about it because she was, like, being honest. And I thought at first I was like, okay, well, she's going to give him some BS about, well, you can be, you know, whatever. And then she just was like, nah, you know, he's right. And he doesn't have a family. He doesn't have anyone.
1: You look like a pizza. That's and I think <laughs> yeah. when she put it into her own perspective, saying no, I would not want to live that way. Mm-hmm. When she put it in her mindset, then she was like, "What would I want for me?" And then she right, took them exactly. Out. Yeah. I agree. That's
0: what I thought. And I, sure. I
1: wanted to circle back to your point about her being drawn to children, because that's a reoccurring theme that we see where she mm-hmm. likes the stickers and she's always interested in the little kids things. Even her, I think that was kind of a symbol of her, even wearing the onesie. It's like those things. There's some childlike. Part of
2: her that she. I'll we'll probably loves. find out if she was like robbed of there's, her childhood, that right? there's or, gotta be something a Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's what I would assume, kind of based on how she gets so excited, sort of in a childlike way. I would think that probably up until her interaction with that teacher, Anna, she probably, you know, something kind of really, obviously, really dark happened in her childhood. So maybe she totally missed it. So now those are the things that like really make her happy.
1: I think that would make a lot of sense because. it seems like she was forced to hide emotion, so now she just doesn't know how to feel it, and we see it come out when her childhood
2: Yeah, and kind of with her old boss, do you guys remember, like, she would always try to have some sort of father-daughter relationship with him? Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, a lot of sort of these
0: assassin, like, you know, did all these things, they always seem to have like that parental child relationship or attachment to their handlers yeah. if the handler is cool, you know, as opposed to the guy who like she, she killed immediately like, oh, I don't like you at all. Yeah. But yeah, Constantine really seemed to be like a father figure to her. And even though it was kind of sad and upsetting when she shot him, when she had his daughter and it was like his daughter is kind of like who she would be if she hadn't been whatever happened to her, you know, because she was smart and kind of obnoxious, and that's probably how Villanelle would have been had she not been like abused or whatever. Yeah. She went traumatized, and so it's so interesting that uh, he kind of had that same love for them both.
2: And I love how that she asked him, Who's your favorite? like between, like to make them choose between. I know them. that was hilarious. That's like a childlike thing, that's a yeah. childlike question <laughs> yeah. to ask, and that I,
1: I just found it so funny where we see her doing terrible things all the time, but it seemed like something that was just so painful for her right. was putting on Crocs. Yeah. Of all things, she's like, oh, I have to She's put so these chic. shoes on. And she's like That's so the chic. funny that's... thing in it, where it's like, this is her biggest struggle right now. I know, she hated that outfit, and she hated those Crocs. Although, I will say,
0: I mean, you're injured, girl. Those Crocs are probably mad comfortable. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know why. I was like, why? Those are like the squeakiest Crocs I've ever heard. Like, I was like, my Crocs don't squeak like that. Like, that was funny, but yeah. I bet you could
1: find them in LA for $400, yeah.
0: though. <laughs> for sure. Yeah.
1: And now we need to talk about Eve. So, Eve is clearly struggling with what she's done and she doesn't really know what she's Mm -hmm. done she thinks she killed her we see her being aggressive towards herself with a pen we see her fidgeting we see her buying all these vegetables and really just trying to distract herself with keeping herself busy she's trying to come across as normal to her husband which of course he can see right through she's not being normal she's you know putting the chicken in weird places and she's all over the place with what she's buying and what do we think is going to happen
2: with that well, I think, I think uh, their relationship, I think Nico and Eve, I'm very curious to see if it's going to stand the test of time. Just because right now I see it really, really not working out. She's not opening up to him. It's just I can see that she's no longer happy with him. She's very fixated on Villanelle. So I think, you know, I'm I'm kind of feeling that's going to go south very soon.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's a tough one because I feel like it's, You know, and almost in any really true detective story, it's very hard for them to have relationships Mm -hmm. with people, you know, and especially if people don't really understand what drives them. So it kind of depends. Like right now, he's kind of going with the flow. And I guess it's going to, you know, it's like how long can he accept who she is? And that'll be the question. So, I mean, I don't think I definitely feel like he'll be there the whole season. But I don't know if this is going to be something that's going to. You know, stand the test of time, though,
1: and we know her lies are just going to continue growing, and it's going to get deeper, and it'll be harder to keep up with that story that she's telling him. I think she's caught in between a position of wanting the normal job, the normal relationship, but that's just not who she is. Yeah. So now she's putting on a full mask to be this person, but I think. It's only a matter of time. The clock is ticking. Where it all explodes yeah. in one way or another. She's not going to be able to keep this act up forever because
2: essentially this whole thing will be an act now. Yeah. Now the relationship is three people. It's you know it's Nico, it's Eve, and it's Villanelle. It's you. Ha- you kind of we know who's going to yeah. win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very sure.
2: We, yeah, we all have a hint. Although I don't think like now
0: I feel like she's not uh, she's not acting as much with him. Like she's cooking or whatever. But yeah. clearly it's like you know he'd be an idiot really to like you know think like oh she doesn't really she isn't really driven by this job like I think he I think she is kind of getting to a place where because um, when he was like um, you know what's going on and she's like well I can't tell you right? and then it's like okay because to me I feel like that's where you leave it like she can't you know as her job continues she probably can't tell him anyway so it's like well mm-hmm. why make her why make me do this whole performance just leave it as I can't say anything so it'll be interesting to see if she can if he can handle that going forward
2: they didn't show if he got mad with the whole bunch of windows that she bought right Right. i would have like why did you buy windows like to me it
1: came across that there's a part of her that was still i have nothing to say so this is what i'm gonna tell you and i think he's gotta know that Yeah. so I, i think he'll probably be forced to play along too for a little while until he has he doesn't really know what to call her out on yet and he did seem pretty understanding with knowing that she needed to stay involved with her work right that could have gone the other way where he was like don't go back there i want us just to be together so at least she has that going for her where she can be gone and probably get away with hiding things a little bit better if he just believes she's working well not just
0: that i mean to some extent i was surprised she told him that she was on the secret mission the first season anyway and like after a while it's like if you marry a cia agent that's who you marry so you already know they have these missions they can't tell you about so you know hopefully like get over
1: it (laughs) you guys marry us no. Knowing no. that you could potentially always be a target,
2: yeah, no, that's, or like not, no. not only their lives but your life too. That's so scary. I don't, I couldn't do it. I'm already paranoid as it is that I just that would add an extra layer of right. So he's, he's cheating on me, he's not working. working, he's gone. I don't know.
0: So, if there's any secret agent out there, you can go in my DMs. Like, I don't Slide think on that, right, exactly. I don't know because I, yeah, I feel like you don't know who you love, you know what I'm saying? So, whatever, I don't know. I mean, Say no, okay. <laughs> and with all of the
1: access to like the Netflix documentaries, like you really right. never know who you're dating these days. Exactly. So add I'm, another secretive layer. Yeah. Exactly,
0: I'd rather uh, marry an agent than like a serial killer. So oh, those are sure, those <laughs> are <laughs>
1: choices, <laughs> and you don't know. So Those are our choices yeah. in today's day and age. <laughs> so. Bar set very high. Exactly,
0: exactly. So who knows?
1: So we leave off with the episode of Villanelle escaping, and how easy was that for her to just say? I need some time to get out of here. And the guy's like, okay. Like, great security guard. But so she gets out, essentially, and she is on the run, and it brings us back to the suspense of when are they going to see each other Mm -hmm. again? If I was Eve... I would be so scared that she, you know, everyone's saying you need to go into witness
2: protection. She's coming for you. What would you guys do if you were in her shoes? I don't think I'd be scared. Actually, I don't think I'm scared of Villanelle right now. Um, just because of the, the baby, yeah. <laughs> I, I just just because of the relationship, I feel like if I was Eve, the relationship that I know I could have with Villanelle, I don't think she's going to try to kill me. There's something else there for me. So I think I'm more afraid of what that is. If I was Eve, mm-hmm. dark, takeover. like darker, like darker sides that I'm seeing in myself that I'm okay with. That, like, I don't like just getting killed wouldn't scare me being Eve.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, one, I don't think, I don't think she's gonna, like, why would she kill Eve? Like, I don't even yeah. write at this point. And, like, anyway. season
1: two just started, so that yeah. can't
0: happen. Well, not, no. <laughs> not saying that, but it's like she's had a thousand opportunities to kill Eve. Like, she's been in her home so many times. So it's like, well, if she came in your home, and laid in the bed with you, and did not kill you more than once. Then it's like I wouldn't be afraid that she's going to kill me. I think what what is kind of disturbing and troubling with you know, and, and this is true of any show where they're hunting one person. Like sooner or later, either you capture them or you don't. So yeah. I think that the part that's the part that's that's sort of like upsetting because they're both driven by the chase. So sooner or later, well, not sooner or later, but at the end of the season or the, after, the end of a few seasons, then you know, they're not going to go off to, like, Brazil and be, free, you know, be together. Yeah. So you all, so I think there's always that knowing that, okay, this isn't going to be a relationship that's going to go on because she's going to eventually probably get captured or killed. So I yeah. think that part is what's upsetting to Eve, like, this is the end of, you yeah. know.
1: That's the also that her. interesting mindset, and I, I might be drawing from personal experiences here, but it's <laughs> like you kind of are drawn towards something that is weirdly safe because you know you can't ever be in a re- committed relationship. I mm-hmm. think if there's a part of you that knows it might not work out, you feel more excited chasing it, and you feel less trapped because there's no solid end. So you make a good point, like, where could the relationship go? They can't be on opposite sides. They're either going to have to work together, which would mean Eve would need to now be essentially evil, or does yeah. it, you know, like, where it, does this go? And also, I mean, so
0: far, at least in this first episode, it appears that... Um, Villanelle is no longer an asset. So Villanelle is not only you know trying to get to Eve, but at some point kind of like the same thing, Constantine. They're trying to probably, those people that hired her at this point are going to try to make sure Villanelle is dead. So it's not the same thing. So she's probably in the end, uh, you know, we'll see how this season progresses, but she's probably going to be on the run from those same people that used to hire her. So that kind mm-hmm. of puts her the same way it did Constantine, the same way it did, you know, all the other trader people. When you, you know, when you work with bad people this is what happens so you know I think eventually um, you know it might be coming into question how their relationship could change because the sides aren't really clear as she mentioned it seems like like philosophically one thing she said to Eve was you'll find out that we're working for the same person and I feel like eventually that is what we will find out so
2: yeah I think the creators hinted that the women would spend a lot more time together this season so I'm like, hmm. I think you're right on track. About is it going to be Carolyn who's actually trying to kill Eve? Because who's trying to kill you, right? That's mm, like, right. It's like, is it Villanelle? Like, what's really going on, right? That's a good point. It all does draw back to the title, "Killing Eve." She has
1: to somewhat still be the subject, yeah, the target. At the end of it. Whether maybe the mind game is that it's not Villanelle trying to kill mm-hmm. her. Maybe it's someone that we never saw coming. Mm, that's very prediction. True. <laughs> very true. So we love this show because it's suspenseful. It's funny. But a big reason we love it is because of the strong female leads. I think it's very cool that there are two main characters that are leading the show. So that's going to bring us into our special segment. We're calling this Woman of the Week. And we want to pin a- or pinpoint good or bad women... <laughs> For whatever reason, we're going to explain <laughs> why we want to highlight them. So, Erica, you want to start it off? Okay. Um,
0: let's see. I will start it off. My person was Erica Chambers. She was also known as Agent Penelope. She was hired in the uh, 70s mm. because um, there was the Olympics were in, I believe, Munich, Germany, um, and I want to say like maybe eight athletes from the Israeli team were murdered and they called it, I think, the Black September. So <laughs> the Israelis, you know, set out to, you know, massacre or kill or murder these people that they saw were, you know – that were behind this massacre, and so they had hired all these other like regular assassins and regular so, assassins, like, oh, regu- like a right, regular, like regular, the normal one, yes. regular male assassins, and they could not get the leader of the group for like for many years, mm. and so then they hired Erica Chambers, or that was the British um, passport that she went by, but she was also known as Agent Penelope, and she like worked at, she was like a charity worker or whatever, and she like lived up the street from where he lived, and. And so um, what happened was, as he was going to his um, mother's birthday party, she had set a bomb, actually, on her car. So she was, like, on her balcony, like, painting or whatever. And then I guess when he rode by, she, like, exploded her car, and she killed him. So there, (laughs) Erica
1: Chambers, a.k.a.
0: Agent Penelope.
1: That is commitment. Don't don't want to ever get to know. Wow. I'm sure it's way too late at this point, but I'm really glad I don't. Oh, In my wow. inner circle. So who knows who's at your local charity?
0: Go figure. be careful of people, so, people yes. painting on their patios. <laughs> <Thaddeus>. Exactly. <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. What about you, I didn't actually look up a woman this month uh, or this week, but I do want to give kudos to the two actresses on this show, just because of like their amazing performances. And it's just, they're both badass in their own way. I just I just love them and I admire them so much. Whether they're killing people or not, they do
1: have a strength. And again, yes. that's what we love about this show. Just yes. Like, like, yes, women, let's get it. Yes. And yeah. I want to, mine's very different than Erica's, but <laughs> Billie Eilish, I just think she's like very, very cool to be so young. And just, I think there's a lot of people that say they don't care what other people think, but they're still seeking approval she truly doesn't seem like she's a person that seeks approval of others, which I think a lot of us, myself included, struggle with trying mm-hmm. to validate yourself based on how other people see you. And she seems to be very open, you know, even with her syndrome with having Tourette's. At first she wanted to hide it, and now she's putting it out there. And the way she dresses, she's completely her own person. So I just admire that, and I want to highlight that hopefully we could all be more like that. I think we'd be a lot happier if we... Own ourselves. Yeah, just like cut I down agree. the walls and... Be your authentic self. <laughs> yes, in the than... everyday process. <laughs>
0: very true. Very true. Yeah.
1: And then another thing: the soundtrack in Killing Eve is so cool. There's yeah. a lot. I know for copyright reasons we can't play the music, but yeah. you've got some news. as Yeah, I got some news. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: So the creators have actually made a really strong creative decision to make sure that because they have two very strong leads, you know, in the forefront of this show, that the majority of the music is female musicians. Uh, And you can kind of see that it really captures the essence of this show. They have like a mix of modern French hits. Uh, The majority of the music is actually by Unloved. It's a group. That was started in like season one, and now they're doing season two. But they have mixes with like Bridget Bardot's music. They oh, cool. have uh, Julia Michaels with "Issues" and a current Roller Girl." Just like there's an entire playlist devoted to it, and uh, it's just amazing because they just can capture the essence, and it's always like right spot on. And also, I know every single fan of Sandra O oh is wondering: Is she going to come back? You know, is she going to come back to Grey's? And it is a no. She very <laughs> clearly said that she's sorry, over. guys. <laughs> she's <laughs> over it creatively, and she will not be returning to that show. But to me, that says she's all in on killing Eve
1: now, right? Like yeah. that seems like she's really wanting to develop that character. Yeah, because very yeah. different characters. So totally. Yeah. You know, I know you have to play different hats as an actor, but I think that's a good thing for yeah. our show. She says yeah, she definitely. Would,
2: yeah, she. I think I read an article about her diving into this role, and she said that she's loving being able to get to with the. Dark, dark aspects of this character. That'd be fun. It's it's a very she says it's very challenging and very scary, but she's willing to take that jump and see oh, where cool. it takes her. cool, yeah. cool,
1: cool. Well, yeah. that is exciting. Thank you, Julia. And now, of course, predictions. So, there's so many so many places.
0: you after Buzz TV.
1: So many places our minds can go with what can happen in this show. I didn't mean to rhyme, just said. <laughs>
0: Shut the beat. Right? She's a poet and didn't know it. Oh. Uh.
1: My. So, corny, what sorry. really stuck out to me with seeing the ending of the episode, even before they previewed for next week, is I see the demise of the relationship with her husband, Nico, even Nico, going down really right. fast because of the lies. And then ultimately, that's going to bring her just. Closer to Villanelle. Mm-hmm. That's what I see happening sooner than later.
2: I'm very interested in seeing Carolyn's character. I really want to know how if she is bad, not bad, but I, my gut feeling is that she's going to have something to do with the overall title of the show, Killing Eve. I think she's going to be behind it. Maybe she is one of the 12. Hmm. It's mm-hmm. mine. Okay, so
0: I have two things. Like, um, obviously, Villanelle is going to go to London and, you know. <laughs> Do what they do. Um, but two things. One, I think um, with Carolyn's character, I think what it's going to come through um, eventually is kind of what we got a glimpse of last season. Like, you never really know who's on what side yeah. at what moment. So I think that's sort of a fluctuating thing. So while she might not be part of the twelve you know, you're only an asset until you're not. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that I agree with you. Like, she probably will eventually get involved with eliminating Eve. But further than that, I do believe, like, we have to see more. But I'd be willing to bet that in the end, um, Nico is actually on the other side, because Ooh. usually it is the husband, especially that one ah. person who's there all the time, and then, like, then they're, like, a secret agent at the end. Oh. So I would not be surprised if Nico... Because we don't really... I'm like, well, what does he really do? Who's the other little nephew person no, that's around? Right. There, There's not enough there, so maybe they'll reveal more, but right now, I'm not convinced that Nico's always on the up and up What either. a good
1: thought, because oh, <laughs> I was just questioning, what is his significance, he just fade away, but you know I could also see them bringing him go like taking him away, and then, then bringing back to, to the see end. Right? Like I think, that he's I think doing. It's,
0: it's definitely going to be like towards the end of the season. Like there's going to be too much with Villanelle. But I think right when you think like oh, okay, it's Vic, he's going to be the one person who like really has the thing to destroy her. I think
1: you're right. This is not your first murder show. You, yeah. you like <laughs> know no, the, the Easter the eggs. <laughs>
2: If you look, if you watch back, the Easter eggs of Nico with her partner. There's a lot of Easter eggs there that I just. Caught when you said that. I'm like, oh, I need to rewatch. So I know we need answers. And guys, if you're viewing right now, comment <laughs> like, and let yes, us know let us what, know what know you think your is predictions happen. are because we really want to know what you're doing. literally going think. so
1: many different directions. So many here. But that wraps it up for the after show. That was the first episode of season two mm-hmm. Killing so Eve. Happy. We can't wait. We'll see you guys next time Sunday. We're going to have a new time where we're beginning streaming at six. Mm-hmm. So be there with us for that. We can't wait. I am Haley
2: J. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hey J H A Y J underscore. And I'm Delia Gomez. You can find me at it's Delia Gomez on Twitter and Instagram.
0: And what's up, party people? You can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, that's E-R-I-K-A-D as in door, Edwards. Bye-bye. Bye. Ciao for now, folks. <laughs> <laughs>